1: What's going on, everybody? It's physical Friday. I've got my friend Mike Larkin here. He's got some questions about training to be fit when you are a little bit older. This is exactly what we're doing here. How do you train your body? How do you take care of your body to be able to fish when you're 60, 70, 80? We're, doing, we're trying to do the things that we love and we're trying to do them longer. So, Mike, what's up, man? What's your question?
2: Fitness, fitness, fitness. So just here's my, here's like one of the, probably one of the big fears of my life that like, Oh, so, um, the k- quick backstory. So like, I think most people, you don't really make, I've been fortunate to make more money as I get older, but I didn't make my money when I was younger. That's, that's for damn sure. So like, but to have the money to be able to in the time, when you're older, to be able to go to those fishing trips, like the Seychelles or Christmas Island and all that, whereas now I'm in I'm in my 40s, you know, and I, I don't with my kids and saving for college and all that. So my fear is that when I finally have the time and the money to go on those trips, that what if? And you see it all the time, like oh my back, people with bad backs, people with bad knees. So that's what I mean. I try to stay in shape. Um, not, not, uh, not intensely, but anyway, I try to stay in, in shape and watch what I eat and all that. So I want to pick your brain about fitness. Cause I, I, I feel like the way I trained, um, gym and, and running was stuff you pick up in high school, mm-hmm. but I'm not in high school anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. very, very different. Like, um, like I always trained, like in high school, I had a coach that always made, we got to do squats, got to do squats. And I found squats to be a great exercise for developing your legs, but, but it, but I hear it's horrible for your knees you know, what about doing these exercises for my back? So I want to pick your brain in terms of how does someone in their forties stay fit, but yet I, I feel like as I get older, I should change. Like I'm assuming also get away from barbells. Do you do, do as I get older? And I've, I've certainly seen this trend, the older I get, the lighter the weight gets, like, I'm not trying to, um, I'm not really trying to compete for anything. I just really want to stay healthy and, and be able to be mobile and also pick up my kids. I want to play with my kids. I want to, and then go fishing in older ages. So I want to pick your right. brain of how to keep that going. Well, that is um, that is my
1: primary maybe I fall there. <laughs> well, no, that's my primary focus in in all of my training is I'm training to be 80. Like I am training so that I can fish when I'm 80. That's what the whole physical Friday thing is about. That's what we're that's what we're all doing. So first of all, I'm not a trainer. I'm not a doctor. And I I, I will tell you, I will give you my opinion. It's not medical advice, but I think my opinion has some weight because I'm 53 and I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. I really do. I can do anything that I could do when I was 30. I can do better now, except for maybe Fast running, like I ran a three hour and thirteen minute marathon. I'm not going to go do that tomorrow, um, <laughs> but I, I feel like pretty much anything else, all my strength, everything that I'm doing, I'm I'm better than I was even when I was probably 25. So that's where this advice is going to come from for you and for whoever else is listening. You, you definitely should talk to your doctor about about all of these things. But uh, that's just my that's just my um covering my ass okay so (laughs) in order to in order to fish when you're 80 this is my opinion first of all i'm a strong believer in use it or lose it okay so i believe and you can take that into everything as far as physicality goes if you are not using it you're going to lose it so that's for, for balance that's for strength that's for um, agility. That's for speed. That's for everything. You need to be training all of those things, but the real key to fishing when you're 80 is making it to when you're 80, right? You have to get there, right? So mm-hmm. there are things that are basic and we'll get into the actual exercises and different things like that uh, in just a minute, but there are basic basic things that that I think that you and everybody else myself included, needs, needs to think about. And that is eliminating any bad habits that you have, right? If you're a smoker, if you drink too much, if you drink to excess, if you overeat, if you use drugs, if you're doing whatever, even <laughs> if you are like in your case, probably none of that applies, right? But what might apply is too much sun, right? So you got to take care of yourself so that you can actually make it to 80. If you're getting skin cancer, That's not helping you to to fish when you're 80. So being careful with all that stuff. If you are a smoker, which I know you're not, but uh, you know, like it's a good time to cut that out, right? Yeah. Then also, just like eliminating bad habits, you should nurture the the good habits. And for as as I age, the things that are really, really super important to me are the quality of sleep that I'm getting and the amount of time that I'm, I'm sleeping. Now you got little kids. And when I had little kids, the quality of sleep and the amount of time that I was sleeping is, is a lot different than when they're, when they're grown. And you, can, <laughs> you can take care of your sleep environment and you can do all kinds of things and you can make sure that you're getting the amount of sleep that you need. But sleep's super important. Supplements, exercise, recovery, and then hydration, you know, like making sure that you're drinking enough water every day and that your electrolytes are in in good in good shape and then you can go you know you can you can do you can do even more you want to get some sun but you want to get burnt so you need you need to uh get that vitamin d level up and keep it up and then you need to go see your dermatologist regularly so that you don't have any problem because the worst thing possible is if you were to be physically in good enough shape to go do whatever you have some money in your pocket so that you can actually afford these trips, but you can't go out in the sun because you got yeah, skin cancer. Yeah. Like that's, that's a real problem. And a lot of fishing guides end up that way. A lot of people that are out in the, in the sun a lot. So it, it could be as simple as just wearing a buff. It could mm-hmm. be as simple as covering up um, wearing sunscreen or whatever. Um, so those are, those are some things that I suggest. I suggest going to your doctor every year, getting blood work done. Um, and, and then you're, you're, you're in good shape there. So from there, like one of the things that isn't going to, um, be something that you necessarily need to worry about, but a lot of people do, and that's keeping your body weight in check. A lot of people are gaining, um, you know, five or 10 pounds every year. You do that for five years, you're 50 pounds overweight. If you're 50 pounds overweight, everything is harder. Everything, everything is harder and it is harder to make it to where you're gonna be 80. Your joints are gonna start having problems, all kinds of things are gonna be um, really, really tough. So I do a very simple diet of um, 40, 30, 30, it's called the zone. Um, and basically most of the diets that I look at out there are something similar to that, where you basically get a protein prescription um, of for, for your body weight and for your activity level. It's usually roughly anywhere between 0.7 grams of protein and 1.25 grams of protein, depending on what your goals are, what you're trying to do. But you're making sure that you're eating enough protein every day. Then you match that with the amount of carbohydrates and the amount of fat that you eat throughout the day. So 40% of your calories come from carbohydrates, 30% from protein, and 30% from fat. That's a very simple plan. Really, pl- really, But, very but
2: to interrupt point. you there, so are you, you make a little logbook and like, okay, I'm going to measure this chicken for a I, I mean, yeah. how, how intensive, Do uh, you really uh, get to that level? Yes, for sure. Because my problem okay. is not that I like,
1: like, you know, everybody's got different, different issues with eating. My problem is not that I don't like to eat healthy food. I like to eat too much of it. Right. So if I can, yeah. like my, the, the, the food that I eat is good quality food. I don't really snack that much. I don't drink soft drinks. I don't drink alcohol. Um, that makes my my diet okay. pretty easy. But I like to eat a lot. I mean, I really like to eat a lot. So my portions are out of control. And you know, if if left to just going up to the buffet and getting whatever you want, my my portion, I'll go up there and I will get. Um, healthy stuff. I'll get some vegetables. I'll get some meat. I'll get some, some, you know, some make sure I have some fat in there, but I'll get twice as much as a normal person should eat. And that's what, that's, that's where if I measure weigh and measure the food, I'm, I'm in, I'm in great shape and, and it's usually way smaller than I think it is. And I'm like, I don't think I can make it through the day with that, but I, I can, and it's fine.
2: And, uh, that's, so you literally are weighing your food, like maybe not every meal, but I mean, you're at home, yes you're cooking dinner, you're you're weighing it, you're, Mm -hmm. you're weighing every, you're weighing your chicken, you're weighing your,
1: when you get, when, when I first started this program, um, I don't know, probably it's probably 25 years ago. I did, I. Everything was new to me, and I had to weigh and measure everything to make sure that I was doing it correctly. After you do that for a couple of years or you you get used to it, you can, it, you can kind it. of eyeball, yeah. eyeball it, you know, and you can yeah, go, gotcha, okay, gotcha. this is too much. This is, but, you know, it's not necessary that you do it every single meal, but, you know, depending on. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I think that it is necessary for you to know, you know, what, what, uh, um, you know, 30 grams of protein should look like in in the form of chicken or in the form of fish or in the form of steak so that you're not or eating fats i gotta like yeah. know in my how do right. you measure fats okay. right how do you measure it like how much you know and what kind of fat that much. you should be eating like is is an avocado the same as um you know
2: french fries or something yeah, yeah something else <laughs>
1: like that like and 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 are there good fats and and other fats that you're trying to avoid so reading a book like the zone can help you with all kinds of stuff um then another thing. But
2: what, that, real question about that. I'm sorry, but let's say when you did start that though, was there like, um, was it a painful process? Like, oh my gosh, I want more. Like, were you starving no, at the end? Like, no, I wasn't hungry. No? I wasn't ever still hungry. still getting enough. And okay. I lost,
1: I lost a ton of weight. I started, uh, I started running uh, a lot more. That's when I was running my marathons. And, and there, you know, when you're on the zone, um, it's all based upon your activity level. Uh, And and a lot of these like RP strength is the one that I do now. Renaissance periodization is what what it's called. And they ask you all these questions about your activity level, how much you're working out, what time you're working out. And they put together a plan for you that that not only is this prescription of protein, fats and carbohydrates, but also at what time of the day that you should be eating. And it gets it gets, it seems pretty overly complicated at first, but again, after you do it for a couple of months, you're like, oh, okay, I see, I see what I'm doing here. And this is what I need to eat. And in ca- in the case of, you know, you're going on a fishing trip and you don't have access to the same kind of food that you were eating before. Can I make do with something that I can get in a gas station? Can I make do with how do I make <laughs> a healthy choice, um, you know, at, at at a grocery store when my wife's not helping me to, to cook like, and, and, and you can, you can absolutely do that. And we've done a number of shows about eating on the boat, um, and, and trying to make healthy choices when you're away from your, your kitchen and you're away from all that stuff. Um, you know, one of the things too, as you become aware of what you're eating and, um, how that's affecting you, especially as you age, a lot of, um, a lot of people will, uh determine that they have a little bit of an issue with gluten or other inflammatory things. And, you know, and some people don't, but if you have a little bit of an issue with gluten and it's, it's an inflammatory kind of thing, it can make your joints hurt. It can make you kind of not as mobile and even just being aware of it and eliminating it from your diet for two weeks or a month or whatever, and just kind of keeping a journal about how you feel can, can go a long way to, you know, improving your diet. And you might be having some problems with something that you're eating regularly that you have no idea uh, that that's a problem until you get rid of it and then try to try to, you know, make it. Um, So anyway, that, those are things to, to get get, to be aware of before we even get into the physical part. Now, for as far as the physical part, like how do you train literally? What are the most important things that you training train for 80?
2: I like that to dude. be yeah. 80.
1: And I, my, my opinion on this has changed in the last couple of years. Um, as I've aged and I, I noticed some things that are going on. First of all, notice with myself and with a lot of people around me that, especially people that like to exercise and are concerned about exercising, is that they're exercising a lot, but they're throwing something out with the exercise, and that is flexibility and mobility. And flexibility and mobility are, in my opinion, the fountain of youth. This is probably the most important thing that you can do as you age to make sure that when you are 80, you are going to be able to do the things that you want to do. Now, uh, over the course of the last couple of years, I found uh, two or three really good resources. I've had this guy on the podcast. His name is Joe Hippensteel. He runs this thing called Ultimate Human Performance, and he has a a program that has 24 different stretches that stretch every part of your body. I've been doing that for a year, and my flexibility is better than – I think it's better than – it's ever been, even when I was a wrestler in high school, I don't think that I had the flexibility that I have today and that has changed everything. And then how, um, so how long does it take you to go to those 24? It just depends on 24 different exercises. Yeah. It depends on how hard you want to work at it, but you know, it's, you could probably get through it in 30 minutes. You could probably spend two hours on it depending on, on the state of, uh, of your body right now and how aggressively you want to go towards, um, improving that. So
2: is that on one uh, of your so, podcasts, the, um, yeah, to yeah. showing the
1: different steps. Okay, Joe, okay, Joe hip and steel. okay. Um, that's, that's a really good one. Another one with a guy that I just, um, just had, I did an interview and spent a f- full day with him is, uh, this professional wrestler, Diamond Dallas Page. He was all beat up and, and, uh, was having all kinds of problems. And he, he kind of put together a program that incorporates yoga and physical or, or PT, you know, exercises that he was doing for you know to rehab, and traditional calisthenics, and he put it together into this uh, program called DDP Yoga or DDPY, and he's got an incredible app, and he, that's that's a great resource too. Those two are my favorite resources, but I don't know that it. You just got to find something that it could be a yoga class, it could be. Watching a yoga um, tape on uh, Amazon has a million of them. If you just type in yoga on Amazon Prime, there are literally hundreds of yoga things. The most important thing is to maintain consistency and to take, you know, like, like a lot of people are like, I got to lift weights, you know, so I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift weights. And they get very disciplined about going to the gym and lifting weights. The, the mobility and flexibility, you have to be as disciplined or more disciplined with that than going to the gym. Because honestly, the mobility and the flexibility is kind of painful at first. It's, it's not something you want to do, especially if you've <laughs> let yourself go and you've really lost a lot of flexibility and mobility. Now, you can get it back. The human body is amazing. You can absolutely get it back. But... It, it it's takes time. It's, it's, takes yeah. time and it takes pain and 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 it's kind of torturous at, at times, but it's it's the thing that I am the, the happiest that I added to my routine. And that is
2: this And this you do stretching. it like once a week or twice a week, three times every, a week every you work on day. Your,
1: every single day. Every day you work every on day. your flexibility and mobility. Every day. And well, but see it's it became a necessity for me. This wasn't just something that I thought, hey, well, I'm just gonna add this in. I was having trouble with my knees. I didn't understand what was going on. My knees were hurting. Um, I was having trouble getting around the boat. I'm like, what is going on? You know, And what was going on is all the weightlifting and all the CrossFit and everything that I'm doing, I was just getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And that tightness uh, comes through in pain joint pain a lot of times it's not that you need a knee replacement it's that you need about a month of stretching uh, in a lot of cases now if you're having trouble with your knees obviously go to the doctor ask him what's going on get get an mri ch- check it out and make sure that there's not something going on but in a lot of cases man if you just stretch and 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 you can you can overcome a lot of this pain i started i mean I was doing it for about two weeks. And I was like, I don't, I'm not having pain going down the stairs anymore. And so when that happened, it became easier for me to spend the time doing this because then I was like, oh, now my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. Now this doesn't hurt anymore. Now I'm pain-free and I feel like I'm 20. Like that's amazing. And so when I got some success i wanted more and when i got more success i wanted even more and so then at the same time the stretching became less and less painful because i'm becoming more and more flexible so everything became easier gotcha. and i'm even spending less time on it than i was before but the flexibility and mobility in my in my opinion mm-hmm. those are i mean that's right at the top of the list and just even 2 or 3 years ago i wouldn't have put that at the top of the list but if you're if you're training literally training to be 80 that at the top of the list the second thing that i would say is that one of your questions was should i be doing squats you know are there exercises that i that i shouldn't be doing um and i i would say you absolutely should be doing squats. Everything is a squat. If you get off the toilet, that's a squat. When you get up from the, <laughs> from, the from the chair, that's a squat. Everything that you're doing in the course of a day, even in fishing, you're sitting there driving the boat, you stand up and then you go and step up onto the deck. All of that is basically a squatting motion. So squatting is fundamental to our life. Now, do you need to be trying to squat 600 pounds? No, probably not. but do you need to maintain the ability to squat? You absolutely do. So a lot of people don't know how to squat properly. So the next thing that I was going to talk about is don't be afraid to get a coach. And a coach can look a lot it can look in a lot different these days, you know, because you've got somebody like a crossfit instructor. That's a coach. You can have a personal trainer, that's a coach. You can have a boot camp instructor that can be a coach. You can have someone in your life or a YouTube video or uh, something on Amazon where you're getting instruction on how to properly squat, how to properly do these movements. And until you can do them properly, you don't need to be adding weight. When you can air squat properly, then you can start to add a little bit of weight. And when you add a little bit of weight, you're going to start getting stronger. And that's that's the next thing on my list is that one of the biggest things that happens to us when we age is sarcopenia. You know what that is? Sarcopenia is no. the muscle loss due to aging. It makes me sound super uh, I'm, smart. I'm familiar with that now that you explain it. <laughs> it makes me sound super smart. that yeah, yeah, I yeah, even yeah. know that? But I'm, I'm uh, not all that smart. I just know that that is what happens. And after 30, men in particular, but all of us, lose 3 to 5% of muscle every every year or every decade and some people will lose much more and if you're not active you will start to lose muscle you'll start to gain fat and that's a bad combination so resistance training can stave off that we're probably still going to lose some muscle mass but can you reduce that to an eighth of a percent or a half a percent instead of five percent and Maintain your muscle mass and maintain your strength over time. So resistance exercises can also look a lot different from from one another. You can be in the gym lifting weights, or you can be on a walk with your wife with a weighted backpack, or you could be doing Work with bands, you know, elastic bands, or you could be um, swimming. You could be doing anything. Any kind of resistance exercise is very, very important as we age. And to maintain that and to continue to do that as you're getting older and older. So, yes, the weights might get a little bit lighter. That's fine. But you're still doing resistance exercise. When you're doing that resistance exercise, you're stopping that loss of muscle. That loss of muscle is, that's, that's a huge one. Right, so you know, making sure that you're doing these these exercises the right way, and then with resistance is very very important. So those are some of the those are some of the biggest ones. Um, Then the other thing that's super important for uh, fishing is is to continue to work on your balance, and the balance kind of thing. It can be doing some single leg. Things versus everything that you're doing with both your legs. You know, you can do, you know, uh, even just standing on on one foot and working on your balance. Kind of every day is really, really important. You can get on a Bosu ball. You can do anything that that you work on your balance. That's that's super important. Now, if you're in some sort of a program like like a CrossFit class or uh, a boot camp, um, any of that kind of stuff there's a lot of balance type things going on in that that you're not even realizing you're, you're, you're balancing on one foot. You're, you're, you're doing single arm things. That's all super important and very, very beneficial, but you know, don't forget about the balance. And then the cardio, like you need to get your heart right. Cardio sounds like, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym and get on the treadmill or the elliptical or something like that. It doesn't, cardio can look, anyway you can be on a bike a rower uh, swimming you can run you can walk you can go upstairs you can jump rope you can do a million different things and it none of it has to cost any money you don't need a gym membership but what you need to do is what we all need to do is get the heart rate up three or four times a week get it up there really high and and then you know spend some other time kind of in what a lot of people call zone two or zone three, which is kind of a moderate heart rate, like a like a one thirty, one twenty. And uh, you know, where you can you can carry on a conversation and then you're gonna spend an extended period of time in there. That can look like a walk, look can look like a bike ride, can look like uh, you know, rowing or I don't know, something. But those are the those are the things that that are the most important to me. And then when you have like a lot of people will will be doing all of those kind of things and then they'll have specific things that are going on like knee pain or shoulder pain or um you know back issues now the stretching will help the back issues but sometimes you have to train specifically In certain areas like the knees, one of the things that I did in addition to the strength, to the stretching for my knees to overcome all, I had this patellar tendonitis, which is like pain right in the front of your knee, um, right below your kneecap, kind of, that's your patellar Mm -hmm. tendon right there. Going up and down stairs was really a problem and stepping up onto the deck was not feeling good at all. So I found this guy on the internet, knees over toes guy. And i did his program and it's very simple he's got some different little exercises that you do but the biggest one is pulling a sled backwards so a weighted sled and you're you're actually pulling it backwards and for whatever reason that strengthens part of your knee that's not that that's being neglected and that pain just goes away it's, it's really incredible. It just, it just went away. And, uh, over time. It's
2: funny. Because I see people, um, there's a gym that just opened up and they have a sled and I see people doing, I'm like, what the hell are they doing that for? Yeah. Like, I mean, pulling, yeah, they're walking backwards on pull, the sled. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: the backwards well, trying to... sled. It's, it's great. For now your I know knees. why. <laughs> yeah. It's great for your knees, okay. but you know, and that can, you know, doing something like that, even once a week can help to, keep your knees really healthy. And if you're having problems with your knees, it can help to make them feel a whole lot better. Then there's some other things like with, uh, you know, there's some definitely programs like there's this crossover symmetry thing where it's these, this, this, um, uh, when you buy it, you get like six or eight different, um, Elastic bands of different different resistance, and you do these things. It's crossover, so a lot of baseball players will use this for their shoulders, um, and and other other sports that they have um, shoulder issues. But you have one like the one in your right hand is kind of over to the left, and the one in your left hand is kind of over to the right. So you're forming an X with these bands, and you're doing all of these shoulder exercises with pretty lightweight bands. But it is in um, mm it is strengthening all of the stability muscles and all of these different muscles that especially for polling and and things like that uh, i was getting real shoulder issues from polling and basically it's this repetitive stress like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again which is fine at first but doing that for years and years at a time you can get these these uh, repetitive motion injuries. And what's happening is you're getting, some of the muscles are getting really strong. The other muscles are being neglected and not being used at all. You're getting tighter and tighter and tighter throughout the shoulder. And a, a very simple fix is to get on some kind of program like this cross, crossover symmetry, and you're strengthening the whole shoulder. And all of a sudden, all that pain kind of can tend to go away. So... You know, those are those are specific things for the knees, for the shoulders. A lot of people have that. The low back problems I think is is, you know, there may be something structural there. You need to get checked out with your with your doctor, but if not, it's probably a flexibility thing. You know, the 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 hamstrings, the psoas, lots of these muscles can get super tight and cause all kinds of uh of low back issues. So
2: that's really eye-opening to me. It sounds like, so you really fix your knee problems fix from them. stretching. Yes. hundred percent. So I never, I never even thought about it. That's really eye-opening. I never even thought about it. I do some stretching, but you know, like maybe a little before, maybe a little after, but I don't take it seriously. So that's really, I'm starting to get to stretch a lot more after this conversation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, if
1: I, if you find some kind of program that you can stick with, I think that's, I think that's really, really the key is one better than another maybe, but it's nuanced. What's better than what, what, what is a hundred percent better than, well, what am I trying to say? Like what you it, do it- is knees over toes better than, than Joe hip and steel. And is Joe hip and steel better than DDP yoga? And is your yoga instructor better than somebody else's yoga instructor? That those are all very nuanced. What is a hundred percent for certain is it's better to do any of those things than not do them. <laughs> and you know, just you, you, you need to get. We all need to to be training our mobility and flexibility, and, and be able to maintain basic human movement. You know, squatting, bending over, lifting things. You know, and 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 try to maintain the range of motion through every joint that we have, and over time you lose it. And, and that's where, you know, it goes back to what I said at the very beginning, man, I'm a big believer in use it or lose it. And, and if you just say, well, I'm not going to squat anymore. Well, that's right. You're not going to squat anymore. And the more you neglect it, the less you're going to be able to. So it it is super important to, you know, just to think about maximum range of motion in every joint, you know, and, and, which makes you think, you know,
2: different topic like i've i've gotten away from using barbells cuz i feel like i get more range of motion with dumbbells mm-hmm. right or i, mean, I guess there's all kettlebells all kinds of stuff nowadays but you're saying range of motion so i wonder if therefore do you avoid barbells and use dumbbells or man honestly, bands or honestly, cables I or,
1: use everything i use i use everything i th- i want to, to it switch up. it up and keep it yep. switch it up. it up i yeah. use i use a barbell plenty I, um, but, but when I'm, when I'm mixing up the implement, like a barbell is just a tool. You can, you can use that in a lot of different ways. A dumbbell is just a tool, but let's just say that you're doing a bench press with a barbell. Well, when you do a bench press with dumbbells, that's slightly different and you get a different kind of, um, uh, a stimulus because of that. If you're doing them with kettlebells, it's slightly different. So you can take the same exercise with three different things, and and it'll be slightly different. Slightly different is good because you're you're avoiding that repetitive stress injury. Um, but I don't know. I use everything. I try to I try to vary the implement. I try to vary the exercises. I try to you know make sure that that I'm I'm using everything I got because the more I use it, it's like the boat. You know, like we talked about the boat. You know, a boat, the worst thing you can do for it is not use it. The best thing you can do for it is use it every single day. Your body's very similar to that. You
2: just use it. Use it or lose it.
1: <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Gotcha. Well, thank you, Tom. This has been um biggest thing to take away is flexibility and mobility. That's uh, that's eye-opening because I'm definitely going to – that's something I've neglected and ignored. I spend very little time in that. And also my kids are getting older too. I want them, they're doing some, you know, in sports, but um, they're not really, you know, lifting or anything like that. But when I get older, um, what about, you know, they can work in flexibility and mobility now, Absolutely. you know, they're young kids. That's yeah.
1: what, what, what will be very interesting to you is if you, if you check out this ultimate human performance, that is the basis of everything that he talks about. And when you have little kids at home, it's really cool. He says, look, every position that we're doing is basic to all humans all humans should be able to do this right so if you take a kid and you say sit cross-legged and put your head on the floor they will do it well boom like nothing you try it and you're like whoa what happened i can't get 18 inches from the floor and he's saying Uh he's saying well you're in dysfunction if you can't do what that That child can do. It's not because that's a normal process for somebody to get older and, and less flexible. You just have become less flexible. You can get that Mm -hmm. back. You can get to, to the same flexibility that a kid has, but it takes work and you have to, you have to understand like, that's the way you should be moving. And in order to get there, these are the things that you need to do. And if you do get there, you don't ever see a kid walking around going, oh, my back hurts. My shoulder hurts. Like nothing hurts <laughs> a kid. because they have perfect flexibility. They do. They haven't had time to, to get messed up yet, you know, from too much sitting, and repetitive stress and all that stuff. And, but, yeah. but that's what, yeah. that's what Joe Hippensteel is all about. He's, he's not like trying to recreate the wheel. He's just, he's just saying, let's just get back to where we were when we were kids, you know, and, and, uh. And you can through these different different stretches and working
2: on it. Thank you, Tom. This is great. I'm gonna I'll check that out and start flexing today or, or working my flexibility today. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, let me know if I can
1: help any further. If you guys have any questions on this or anything else, you can text 305-930-7346. That's physical Friday for today. We'll see you guys next week.
2: See you.